Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 84, Conversion and Congruency. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. As always, come find me on Snapchat. My username is my first initial and my last name, R-E-C-H-E-R. A lot of fun behind-the-scenes stuff, and it's just great connecting with you guys, hearing about how the show is impacting your lives as well. So thank you for connecting with me. And number two, the Positivity Effect store is live. It would mean the world to me if you guys head over there and check it out. Just come say hello. And uh, there's some great stuff on there to keep you guys feeling positive and uplifted. And it's a great way to support the show. So just head over to PositivityEffects.com. Today I have on Justin Christensen, and he is the president and co-founder of a company called Conversion Fanatics. He's also the best-selling author of the book, Conversion Fanatic, How to Double Your Customers, Sales and Profits with A-B Split Testing. Justin's a 14-year veteran of digital marketing, and he's worked on hundreds of profitable campaigns. And we're here today to talk about conversion and what that means in his professional career, but we also tie it back to our personal lives. And not only the word conversion, the word congruency. So I, guys, I want you to really pay attention to these business lessons that Justin's giving and how they really can apply to our personal lives. And in addition, the last few minutes at the end of the episode, we talk about the power of minor changes. Really want you guys to lock in on that. So you could find out what Justin is doing. Just head over to conversionfanatics.com. Check out his book. You can find it right on Amazon. Just search Conversion Fanatic and help me welcome him now to the positivity effect. Hey, what's going on, Justin? Hey, Thomas, how's things going? Things are good, are good. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show today. And we have a lot to talk about, but before we get into some of the, the media topics, uh, I'd love for you to just kind of give us a little background into your life, uh, into how you got started in your business, uh, what you're doing today, especially, and we're going to talk about your book tomorrow, but I'd love to just kind of start off, uh, you know, that, that kind of inception point. Yeah, well, I'm coming up on my 14th year in digital marketing. Um, I'm a husband, father, occasional speaker. <laughs> um, you mentioned author, but I started out um, about 2002-ish in um, network marketing and figured out quickly that I couldn't do the whole belly-to-belly prospecting thing. The prospecting thing just wasn't cut out for me. Um, so found the internet to generate leads and kind of moved up the ranks in affiliate marketing and I'd always kind of had a and dabbled and done things with the implementation and the actual split testing and the psychology behind what makes people do certain things online. Um, after selling a company that we, my partners and I grew um, in 09 based on demand basically is where we are now and what that's with our company Conversion Fanatics where we're helping companies get more out of their advertising by 
um, implementing and doing the optimization for them and split testing. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned about the difference of when you, you said, I, I, I moved towards the internet. Is, is there a different way that people respond to marketing on the internet? Um, I think a lot of it, there's a lot of similarities between offline and online. I mean, it's all, at the end of the day, we're just dealing with people. Um, but it's the medium at which we relay that message. So when I was struggling in network marketing, it was more finding the people that wanted a conversation to build those relationships. And I just wasn't cut out for, you know, bumping into people at the bookstore um, and doing things that way. So the internet, I just relayed my message and started giving more value online to open up that line of communication. And I've now since taken a lot of those techniques in our business and turned it more into an offline scenario, but we're generating the interest, leveraging the internet. You said that you, you just took your message and you started relaying your message. Was was there a point where when you, when you kind of locked in what your message was, where everything really started to take off? Um, I think it's been a constant evolution. Um, and depending on the companies and stuff that I've been involved with um, and started or, you know, worked with, um, it, it's, it's, it is, it's constant evolution. I don't really think that I've really pinpointed it specifically. Um, I just work every day to try to make it better and make it more appealing to the audience and hitting on those pain or pleasure points that they might have. So I think, I mean, I can't really pinpoint an exact time when I, I hit the nail on the head, um, because it's just, it changes constantly. So what is, what does this word congruency mean to you? especially when it comes to marketing and especially when it comes to conversion, because I think it's a very important word, not just in business, but also just in our, our daily lives. So congruency to me is, I kind of lean towards saying it in the sense of consistency, um, making sure that you're carrying over the message every step of the way and you're not confusing people um, by saying different things in different areas that you keep a consistent, constant message. So even in the online world, if you are advertising something and they click on the ad and that you're taken to a landing page and it has nothing to do with the specific offer that you were advertising, you've got a congruency issue. And I've seen it even more recently. We were looking for an embroidery uh, service to get some shirts made for a specific conference that we're um, – coming up with and the ad said 50% off your first order and I clicked on the landing page it said nothing about 50% off no way to redeem it and it didn't have uh, it actually said something about 35% off so there was a different definite mismatch from what was being advertised and I see a lot of people missing the mark on that and not having that congruent consistent message all throughout their marketing they're they're saying different things in different places whether it be on social versus on their website they change their stories a lot and they're not just continually, it's like they don't even really believe in what they're saying half the time. Why do you think that is? Why or do you feel that just because there there's a lack of success that they're grasping at straws? Like, why is that lack of congruency there for so many so many people with when they're starting a business online? I think it is a little bit of grasping at straws, and they're just trying to see what sticks. Um, so they're just testing the waters, but they're not doing it strategically enough. That's interesting. Yeah, and 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 then so what happens once they start to lock in? their message across the board with every single, you know, what you said, social, 
with their marketing, with their website, with, you know, oh, we're going to do a 50% off. And then that's exactly what the, the, the customer is going to get. <coughs> Excuse me. That's when they really start to see the difference. Um, yeah. I mean, once you, because then you can amplify your results, you can measure and grow things from there. If you have a consistent message and you're tweaking just small elements of it to make it more appealing or to remove those friction points from the marketing message, I think that's when things really take off. Because if you can't, if you're just throwing stuff out there and see what sticks, you can't gather any intelligent data or information about it to make anything better. You just get lucky once in a while. Right, right. So, so, so Justin, for people listening right now, they're probably wondering, because this is the positivity effect, and we do talk about business often on the show, but sometimes, you know, they may be saying, why are we talking about conversions on the positivity effect? And what does that mean to just life and to improving ourselves and being a better person? And I, and I always remind them at the top of the show, when we listen to these messages and to these, these analogies, these things can be applied to our daily life. The way that you're talking about collecting data for a business, that could be the, that could be done the same way in your own life, especially if we're talking about with our relationships. Yeah. And I mean, I, I turn it in kind of help and use that to optimize my own life as well. I mean, from relationships and communication to my personal health and fitness and my mental uh, growth as well. So I, I do a lot of that too. So I try to be really consistent with trying things over a period of time and modifying it to best fit into my life, you know, whether that be from morning routine to, you know, my workout schedules to, you know, sitting down with my wife and kids for dinner and just really trying to be consistent and provide that congruency throughout life as well as business. Because I mean, even as a business owner, we get extremely busy. So you got to have that work-life balance in some sense too. Yes. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to ask you too, because I think none of us are immune to it. Maybe like if you could think of a time where maybe in your life where you didn't feel or you didn't recognize at the time that you weren't congruent. Like you said, sometimes we get, if we're talking about business, we get caught up in the business and then other things get fall by the wayside or, or vice versa. Maybe we're spending a lot of time, which is important with our family and then business is falling by the wayside. So if you could talk about maybe an example of something in your own life where you felt that was happening. Um, yeah, it was just actually a few years ago um, where just nothing seemed to be clicking. I was struggling. I wasn't really believing in myself um, from and a you, business standpoint. And you, and you had a lot of success too, right, already. Like that's, that's, it's interesting to hear that because you, you know, for people listening, like you had success, but you still, there, those feelings were still there. Oh, it was terrible. I was at one of the lowest points in my professional career. And it transferred over. I was in a bad mood every single day. I was, I gained a bunch of weight. I was 45 pounds heavier than what I am now. Um, I just didn't believe in what I was doing. Nothing was really clicking. Um, I was just grinding for the sake of grinding. And it just mm. wasn't happening in a way that I should. And it carried over into my relationship with my wife. It carried over into relationships with friends. Um, I found myself drinking more. Um, you know, it just was a really low point. So I decided that in that point that I really needed to make a change. That wasn't who I was. So I went out and decided to really focus on me. Um, it sounds kind of selfish in that sense, but 
I really decided that if something was going to change and I was going to turn things around, I had to be responsible for it. So I made it a point, you know, I pretty much, I stopped drinking. Um, I started watching my diet again. I started, you know, educating myself, reading more, um, going to the gym more. Um, and over the course of six, eight months, things completely transformed, transformed. I lost 40 pounds. I was in probably some of the, the best shape that I was in, in a long time. Um, I was, I found myself to be more positive and then things started to click in business as well. So I've kind of tied that back to the congruency side of things too, is I noticed that when I'm not working on myself and I'm not looking for those positive things and everything that business struggles. So I was joking with my business partner. I had things were kind of slowing down a little bit at the company and I realized that I hadn't been to the gym in like three weeks. Hmm. Isn't that interesting Life how that happens? And then I started hitting the gym and just scheduling my workouts again and, and things started clicking again. Hmm. It was, it's just kind of a weird evolution of what I found in business though. When I really focus on myself and kind of am a little bit selfish, you know, making time to read, making time to, you know, really be the best person that I can be, it transfers over into business success as well. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it really is that, that analogy that we hear all the time about putting that, if you're on the plane and the, the oxygen mask comes out, putting that oxygen mask on first, because mm-hmm. if you take care of yourself, it really does seem to be that everything else lines up and you can, you can read a lot of books. You can read a lot of success books and the big key component is that that we do have to once we find if we're talking about business specifically right now you know you're a business owner we have to fig- figure out what that why is what our purpose is and then as there's as the, the the as we're traveling down that road towards success then there's veers that we we make sure that we stay on the same you know having that why that really strong why keeps you on 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 track and you can get into this this circle of of just focusing on that and even sometimes a lot of the gurus will teach you that that you just got to keep grinding keep focusing on that but here is just a, just a simple example of you explaining that just stepping back a little bit in your own life and focusing on, you know, strip away the, the business and all the things that you're doing career-wise, professionally-wise, getting back in touch with your health, and everything else starts to fall back in line. It's, it's a, that's a powerful and simple lesson that I think we all need to take away. Yeah, it's been extremely powerful to me, and I've noticed it on several different occasions that when I really focused on mine or when I wasn't paying attention to myself, um things struggled all the way around. Yeah, I, I know in my own life too, if I'm, if I'm mentally saying that I, you know, I mentally see myself as somebody who is, is fit or that it's the person I want to be, but then I'm not spending time taking, the, taking myself to, the, to cut out a little time out of my day to go to the gym where I'm not making sure I'm do, you know, prepping my meals properly and eating well. So there's that incongruency where I'm in my head, I'm saying this is who I want to be but I'm not following up with my action. And then once, once those two things link up, it, it really is a powerful combination. And the cool thing about it too is sometimes in our own lives, we, there's people around us that we, you know, we, maybe we want to help them or we want to see them lift up as well. And, and it, it really doesn't have to be all this extra effort that we have to put in. It really comes, boils down to just the way that we live our lives. Mm-hmm. And if we line up, literally even our own families, if we live our life a certain way, I always say this on the show, we can be that lighthouse and, and you can lift other people up in your family. It's amazing how that happens. When you start to improve an area of your life, 
other people kind of like, oh, like what's uh, what's what's Justin doing? Like, I want more of that. Yeah. And you know, even if it's just in business, like, oh, he's he's really being successful in his business. How? What is he doing? And it, it seems like you know, it comes down to for you, it's just once you give yourself a little bit of time, everything else starts to just fall into place. Yeah, it's the compounding effect. I mean, you start that energy of positivity and you know, growth and confidence. And I think it comes down to a lot of confidence is when you're confident in your abilities in yourself and you carry your head high, it transfers over into your happiness as well as into communicating with other people. And it helps bring them up to your level too. And and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned just the health aspect because you hear about so many people today that are very well off financially, but they're struggling with their health and they're not even able to, to enjoy the money that they're making. And, it just comes back to that point of, of balance. And mm-hmm. I, I, I like how you kind of painted the p- picture is that you can even be more successful in your career if you're focusing in on your the other parts, the other aspects of your life, which are things like your fitness, your nutrition, your family, your relationships. And it, that's that word. That's congruent. When you can be congruent with all of those things. It, you know, and it's interesting. Tony Robbins talks about not just having like a work-life balance, but there's a way to have more of a work-life integration. Mm-hmm. I don't think, because I, I don't, I think that work-life balance term is kind of overused. I don't think you can ever have a perfect balance, but I think you could f- continually find ways to integrate things like your family, your business, and put those things together and somehow find a way to have an, a happy medium. Yeah, for sure. You're, you're very data-driven. Is that something that when, when you started to, to make these changes in your life, when you were kind of turning things around with your health, having that data mind, did it help you to, because you said you got, on back, you got back on track pretty quickly. You said, I think you said six to eight months where you felt that you were in much better shape health-wise, everything else was clicking, business was, was starting to improve. So were you using these, this analytic mind to help track information, not just business-wise, but health-wise? I mean, not officially, but I was very conscious of the changes I was making and how it was making an impact on my life. So I think it played a little bit of a role, but I mean, I wasn't like counting calories and you know, <laughs> right, right. doing things to, to that extent. I was just making the minor changes and see how it impacted, you know, overall, maybe it was just my morning routine or, you know, meditating or something and just seeing how it, I felt as a result and the outcome. And I think it eventually stemmed out into more business um, and I started noticing it from that standpoint. What was the biggest change that you made? Uh, was it the, was it the nutrition? Was it fitness? Was it sitting down and like you said, morning routine, having a powerful morning routine? Um, the biggest thing for me was actually not drinking alcohol, just completely cutting it out. That was, yeah, it's been three years since I've had even a drop wow. of alcohol. Um, I mean, it's not for everybody, but for me, that's what worked, and it was kind of the turning point for me that I just, it, it needed to happen and I made that change and then things started to kind of go from there. And then I think the morning routine and things and, and health and fitness and everything kind of fell in after that, as I was kind of figuring life out without, you know, going to the bar and having a couple of beers with buddies. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting time. too. You have more time, and so for I think more than more people than we recognize, it's not about like saying you know that you're having a million drinks a day, but even as small as sometimes just having one or two drinks, like a lot of people come home at at the end of the day and they have a drink or two before bed, 
And mm-hmm. I think most people don't recognize what that can do to you, to your mind the next day and how it could kind of, and it starts to snowball. And, and maybe you can attest to this with, with your own story of just, even if you're just drinking casually, it could really impact every other area of your life because it could, it could put like a fog over your, your mind, over your thoughts, and you could feel sluggish the next day. And it really could just be, and, and, and most people would look and say, oh, well, you're just drinking casually. Like, what are you talking about? That's not going to affect your life. And, and it really, if you're not careful, it really can. Well, it just, I, I look at it this way. I can spend an hour relaxing with a glass of wine or two, or I can go get a 30-minute workout. And then the effects of that workout are way more profound, <laughs> excuse me, way more profound than, than that beer or two. Yeah, and I'm much clearer. <laughs> I feel better. Um, I don't have that fog. You know, you sleep better. You do all of those things. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody listening should stop drinking alcohol and that's the key <laughs> to all the success. This is just what worked for me. Right, right. Justin, we're at the end of today's episode, but we're going to have you back on tomorrow. If there was one takeaway that you would give to everybody listening in terms of making that analogy of of what you do professionally, this conversion, you know, your company, conversionfanatics.com, and what that means to somebody's life personally, what would you say to that question? Um, make small changes. I mean, that's that's the thing. You can't just expect to make huge changes. And even when we do in optimization, we find that even the smallest changes could have the biggest impact. So you need to just pay attention to your surroundings and how different things impact your life. And then when you finally realize the outcome from that, then you can amplify and tweak and modify from there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Justin, for coming on. Guys, if you have an existing business already, or maybe you're listening and you want to start a business and just start off on the right foot, definitely check out what Justin is doing at conversionfanatics.com. Especially, not just in your life, but especially in business, you have to be tracking, you have to be have analytics, you have to have the right information, and you have to be congruent with your message. And I think anybody today, especially in 2016, it's it's so easy to go out and start a business if you have something that you believe in and you want to you have a passion and you want to share it with everybody but it's not just about having that idea and that passion you have to be congruent with your message as as Justin had shared earlier about you know just even with a store and and you can have there was a, a store that was giving a, a discount and then they weren't even congruent and then the customers were all over the place lost in the message so awesome stuff Justin so so thank you so much for coming on and I look forward to tomorrow's chat yeah thanks for having me Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Positivity Effect. I hope we stirred self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to PositivityEffects.com and support the show by making a purchase. During the month of May, just enter promo code LAUNCH and you will receive 10% off your order. If you haven't had a chance, also, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. They mean the world and they help get the word out about the show. So thank you again for tuning in. See you tomorrow, guys, for another episode of The Positivity Effect.